This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Final hour on this Monday, a best and worst of the weekend Monday. Your phone call's coming up. Got a new poll question. NFL preseason tonight. Can the Ravens continue their winning streak? They won 24 consecutive preseason games. You have to go back to 2015 when they lost a preseason game. They're one-and-a-half-point favorites against Washington. We're going to Dublin tonight, and uh, Navy is getting 20-and-a-half against Notre Dame next Saturday. Paulie loves to do a first-half cover. <laughs> Navy first-half cover against Notre Dame. Service academies are known for being tough in the first half. Okay. Army just, I dined out on Army. Yeah, you did. Paulie loved a first-half cover. I think it was, the, my biggie was uh, Army. Oklahoma? Yeah, Army yeah. at Oklahoma. I think I called you at home. <laughs> you, I said, I call know. your guy. I know. Paulie goes, first half cover, Army, Oklahoma. I go, well, what's the line? I, I, think, th I think it was. Was it 30? I think it was 30, 30 and a half, and it went to overtime the game. Yes. Was that Baker Mayfield Jr. the third who was quarterbacking yeah, then? I don't remember if that was him. Probably. Why haven't the Buccaneers announced who their starting quarterback is? You bring in Baker Mayfield. You you drafted Kyle Trask, but if you know what you have in Kyle Trask and you think he's a starting quarterback, then why would you bring in Baker Mayfield? But they haven't. Raheem Morris has not named his starter. And I would think this is not a good team. How about you give them a little leadership, direction? I'm sure that Baker Mayfield knows that he's going to be the starting quarterback. I'm not sure if you're going, hey, this is gamesmanship. Hey, we're not going to tell the opposition who our starting quarterback is. That they're, should help. They're, they're basically the same quarterback, but they haven't announced their and, – and I don't know why, but uh, they're, they're still waiting for making this official. Yes, Mark? Are they on the New Orleans Saints level of least interesting team in the NFL this season? 
No, no, the Saints are interesting. They got Derek Carr. The New Orleans Saints? Yeah. Yeah, they got, I mean, they're at least interesting. You're curious about Derek Carr, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara. Am I? Aren't you? You should be. I am? You should be. I would think so. Yeah, Paul. I, I know what you're saying. We, we love this debate because the, the Saints are lightly interesting because D- Derek, uh, David Carr, Derek Carr, if he's good, what do the, Ra- uh, the Raiders do? They let him go basically for nothing. Yeah. So, but they might not be interesting for a long time. The Colts are very interesting because yeah. of their rookie quarterback early. Yes. And the Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor situation. The Arizona Cardinals. Are- no. Todd, uh, what did I say? Todd Bowles, Todd? It, it's, uh, I said you Raheem said Morris. Morris. Yeah. Todd Bowles. Raheem Morris may announce the starting quarterback for the Buccaneers, but uh, Todd Bowles. Well, he worked with Baker with the Rams. He's the defensive coordinator, right? The Rams. Todd Bowles is going to be on the warm seat starting the season, I would think, because I don't think Tampa Bay is going to be very good. But I, I do think the Saints are interesting. I do. The, the Arizona Cardinals seem bad and uninteresting. Yeah. I think. Who's their starting quarterback? They're, they have Kyler, but... No, no, no. He's not starting the season. He's not healthy enough. I don't think so. But uh, I don't know who... Uh, is John Skelton still there? Uh, Paulie, you have your best and worst of the weekend. We, didn't, we got to everybody but you. Okay, my best of the weekend is Victor Hovland, the golfer. He's 25 years old. He's you know best guy to not win a major, basically. But he hit a 61... Round four, 61, 28 on the back nine to win the BMW at Olympia Fields. My worst of the weekend is I make the mistake every once in a while. I don't watch a lot of preseason football on purpose because I, I hate reacting to it. I watched a lot of preseason football the past four days, and I find myself overreacting to every decision a coach makes or a players make. Like I'm like, why is Brock Purdy in when he's injured? I know you want to get him some work, but he's running the ball. He's getting tackled. He's trying to get first downs. That seems like a horrible decision with an injured quarterback. I saw Patrick Mahomes rolling right with four de- four defensive guys chasing him down. He's right before the out of bounds, and he throws the pass. I mean, it's a great pass. I don't want that. I don't. I don't need anything from Patrick Mahomes. And and I know Andy Reid does this, and you know this is his process. Great, but if Mahomes gets injured, what do we say? What is he doing out there, Brock Purdy? I guess you got to ease him back in. He hasn't played a lot of NFL games, got hurt last year. It was a great story, but I I just don't need to see you out there with guys who want to take your head off because they want to make a name for themselves. They're guys who are desperate to make the roster. How can I make the roster? Do you see that hit I had on Mahomes? Yeah, it was out of bounds. Yeah, but I still had a great hit on him. Or Brock Purdy. I got, that would concern me there. Yeah, Seton. And that's the other thing, too, about that play with Patrick Mahomes is funny is that, he, right, he's rolling out. Just before he gets out of bounds, he jumps and throws this pass. He's got four or five defenders on him. He throws the ball into a dude who's triple covered. And it's like, <laughs> look at this effort from Patrick Mahomes. That is just tremendous. If Bryce Young did that, it'd be like, what the hell is this kid doing? I know. That's a terrible play. Yeah, I got uh, got all nervous watching that. I don't need to. Patrick Mahomes doesn't have to do anything. They just run out of bounds, that's dude. All. That's all. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, Paulie. I watched a lot of the New York Giants the other day, which, you know, there's no reason to whatsoever against the Panthers. You know, Bryce Young, I wanted to watch a little bit of him. He wasn't in very much, but I thought the Giants looked great. And they got Darren Waller. You forget they got picked up Darren Waller. They got Paris Campbell. I know, I'm falling. But if I didn't watch that game, I would have had no reaction to it. Yeah, but you did this with the Packers with Jordan Love, and now you're all in on Jordan Love. And the Giants. Yeah. 
It's it's exactly the opposite of what I tell people to do. But you can't fall in love. You can only have one girl. Well, you, you how about you can have one wife. <laughs> you can have girlfriends. But but you're falling in love. I I think they're going to be set, Packers, for the next. The, they're set. Yeah, it's the same thing they did with Rodgers. Over left. under ten wins. If I said ten and a half wins for the Packers this year, can I, oh I can't go ten even. Now I'm going to go eleven wins. Yeah. I think 10 and 7 for the Packers. All goes well. Yeah. Yes, Seaton. We have up there right now on the uh, Twitter uh, wins for Jordan Love and Paul's Packers this season. Uh, right now, over <laughs> nine and a half, under nine and a half. Oh, that's the, the uh, DraftKings line is nine and a half? I don't know, but that's what we put up there. Yeah, uh, you know what? Probably is. I would go 10. Right now, 83% of the audience are taking the under. Okay. Well, they're not in love with love. Mm. I love love. Always. Yes. Colt McCoy is expected to be the Cardinals' week one starter. Colt McCoy? Colt McCoy, who might be a year younger than me. What year is this? Colt McCoy's still playing. <laughs> what year is this? 2014? Colt McCoy. He's 36. All right, Colt. Okay. He's going to be the starting quarterback. That's going to be one Whoa. awkward wow. season. Colt McCoy is going to be the starter? He's in the league still? Yes, he is. Holy Cade McNown, Batman. Oh, okay. Colt McCoy? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jake in Utah. Hi, Jake. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. How you doing? Hey, Jake. Uh, 6-1-1-85. So I got about two worst of the weekend. Kind of, kind of try to piggyback off Fritzy. Uh, Mason Wynn throwing that ball. or Sorry, Pete Alonzo throwing Mason Wynn's ball into the stands and then giving um, him a signed bat. That's kind of odd to get from one of your peers as an autographed bat. <laughs> um, and the second worst of the weekend, we had to bury my wife's uh, dog, her childhood dog. She's now a member of the EDC 2.0, the Dead Doggy Club. Uh, now it's kind of tough for her to go through. Wow. All right, Jake. My condolences. The, the Dead Dog Club. Oh. Yeah. We've all been down that road before, haven't Many we? Many times. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Paulie has it. Not yet. Didn't have one as a kid. Yeah. Well, you didn't have a dad either. There you go. Yeah. Not a fun day. No. You yeah. know what? The, one of the saddest days ever, 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 ever is when you're going to take your dog in to be put down, oh, God. but your dog doesn't know that he's going to be put down, but he needs to. He's, you know, he's dying, and oh, my God. He thinks he's going for a walk, and you go in there. And I still go back to when we had uh, our dog, Lou, and we had to put him down, and you take him to the vet, and he's he's just holding on, and uh, we put him down on the floor, and the vet goes, uh, you know, I'll let you guys have some alone time, and then uh, he says, "Where's your other dog?" I said, "Oh, he's at home." No, go get him. He needs to say goodbye to uh, your dog. So I get in the car and go get my son's dog, and I bring him back. And, you know, I, th I'm, I guess there's something magical that's going to happen. Like, you know, the older dog is dying. The younger dog is going to there and, you know, lie down next to him. And my son's dog walked right. He walked around my dog that was dying. And then he lifted his leg and peed on him. And Four went out. And my wife goes, oh, yeah, my wife goes, we all grieve in our own ways. <laughs> sometimes you got to put a positive spin on it. Yes. An awkward moment. Oh, we laughed so hard, and the vet came out. And he goes, what, what, what? And I, we told him the story. And 
that was it. <laughs> and then we started crying because he was going to put him down. Uh, All right. Yeah. So on that note. How do we get from the Giants to there? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what the Eagles are going to do right. to the Giants this year. They're going to lift their leg. and yeah. Uh, Dave in Arkansas. Hi, Dave. What's on your mind today? They call me Pittsburgh Dave, and I've got the Emmy winning call right here. This is what needs to go to the nominating committee. All right. We've heard about Crapsburg State and all of them, but we need to talk about the rest of the teams and their rivals in that conference, and that's the IBSC. Um, we, we start with Crohn's Tech. Um, Fritzy knows all too well they're a hit-and-miss team. They never know when they're going to show up. Uh, you've got University of Imodium. They've got a uh, aggressive <laughs> offensive line. They know how to get things blocked up. Um, uh, K.O. Peck State. K.O. Peck State. Uh, they can move things on the yeah, ground. Peck State. I'm okay. early and often with them. Peck State. Uh, the, sleeper, the sleeper of the group is UTI. They've got a lot of new burn going with them. And uh, the IPSC, they're not immune to all the realignment talk. <laughs> they may be getting a new number. They make a splash wherever they go. Of course, we're talking about Austin P. Oh, Pittsburgh Dave. Dave. That's he's done it again. Very creative. That's oh, Pittsburgh. Him. Pittsburgh Dave. Nailed it. Uh, when when Fly Williams used to play for Austin P. Fly Williams, one of the great scorers in college basketball history. But the uh, the chant was the fly is open. Let's go pee. Good cheer. Great. Good cheer. Absolutely. Not as good as the cheer that I went out when we were facing this school, and uh, they they were they were cursing when we went on the floor, and uh, I was like, "Wait, are they actually saying that?" So it was, it was a cheer that when we were out, and then the other team came out, and uh, I'm like, "I don't I don't know if you're supposed to say that in high school." Yes, Mark. So <laughs> I remember you told us this off air, and I was watching a movie, uh, White Boy Rick. And they were at a roller skating rink, and that came on. And it was bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah, you're bleep and bleep. I was like, oh. I was like, well, oh, is that a song? This is amazing. I, I, you know, so here is all white team, and then we're playing this all black team, and the student body for this uh, black school, and they, they were like, you know, <laughs> cussing. Bleep, 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 bleep. Bleep, bleep. Bleep, 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 bleep. And I'm going, Wait, wait, you can't say that, can you? And the principal's like, like hell we can. <laughs> uh, we got blown out too, by the way. <laughs> I was I was you know still shocked with that cheer. Yeah, more. Did you put up numbers that game? I always put up numbers. But it didn't matter. It's the bottom line. I just wanted to win the game, Marvin. Wait. But I'm pretty happy. I, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, were you on the bus and everyone was upset? Like, yeah. I put up 28, though. No, when, when, when you have one of the 21, I had 21. But when you, when you put up numbers and your team loses, but you're happy you put up the numbers, so you have to go over the top where you're like, God, damn. And then somebody will say, hey, you shouldn't feel bad. You had a good game. Yeah, but we lost. So I would be a little more dramatic. Instead of be like, yeah, all right, man, look pretty good there. Cheerleader Jenny Batchy looking at me, yeah, all right, girl. <laughs> you didn't go to prom with her, did you? I did not. Okay. I did not. You're over it. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. 
My brother brought it up to me. I saw my brother last week. He's like, whatever happened to Jenny Batch? Oh, no. And I go, seriously? And he, he listens to the show every day. I said, really? You know what's going on. When's the last time you saw her? He said, it's been a long time ago. Long time ago. I'm over. All right. Uh, Andrew Whitworth, former offensive lineman. He works for uh, Amazon Prime NFL analyst. will join us coming up a little bit. More phone calls as well. Our final show before we go to Dublin. We will not be on tomorrow because we'll be traveling tonight and then setting up our show in Dublin on uh, Tuesday. But Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we'll be there working on the guest list. Will Farrell will join us. I know Wednesday and Thursday. This is how great Will is. Will is on vacation. He's flying to Dublin on his own dime, and then he's going to stay, and then he's got to fly out Friday. His dad's birthday is Saturday. so He's squeezing this in, and then he's flying all day or all night to get to uh, his dad's birthday. Pretty good stuff. We'll take a break. We'll talk some football coming up after this. Every week we talk about our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We want you to check out their brand new NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. One-of-a-kind digital cards. By the way, are we going to have our Panini trading cards on display over in Dublin? Are we going to do something uh, fun here? After the break. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we were taking pictures the other day. And I thought, what are we doing this for? And they said, yeah, maybe a surprise in Dublin. I go, awesome. Love it. Panini America, uh, their uh, favorite brands, your favorite brands, now is NFTs, Panini NFT platform, new features coming next month, and the only platform where you can win physical versions of your NFTs. Panini NFT trading cards, giving collectors the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, even one-of-one NFTs from every pack. Visit nft.paniniamerica.net the official trading cards and nfts of the dan patrick show thanks for listening to the dan patrick show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday morning nine until noon eastern six to nine pacific on fox sports radio and you can find us on the iheart radio app at fsr or stream us live on the peacock app all right everybody game off let's pause here to talk more about monopoly go i know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or Rent Frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. 
Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. What's the poll question for the final hour, Seton? We got a new one up there, Dan, that uh, Paulie just sent over. Okay. Uh, if you... Final See, hour poll question. This is why Will Ferrell is going to do the I'm poll just, question I'm, in I'm Ireland. trying to make it look bad now, so oh. to make him look... Better <laughs> later. I'm just being. I'm that generous. You accomplished. I'm a performer here. Well done, team player, man. Yeah. yeah. As a policy, I would start a rookie quarterback. Ooh. I picked up in round one, week one. Okay. Or you would start the backup and work in the rookie a month or so in. So why not have Anthony Richardson play the preseason? Have Gardner Minshew play the first month of the season, and then have Anthony Richardson play? They're going to do the opposite because it feels like. Colts aren't going to be great this year. Anthony Richardson could ease his way in. Andrew Whitworth, Amazon Prime, Thursday night football analyst, Super Bowl champ with the uh, Rams, and a four-time Pro Bowl offensive lineman joining us on the program, courtesy of uh, Mattel. You got a philosophy on uh, rookie quarterbacks there? You know, I think I agree with you. It's one of those things, I think, there's really not a bad decision, but you look at recent history, you know, most guys have, have waited, have sat out a little bit, sat from the sideline and watched some. I mean, I, th- I understand with him, you know, they feel like, I don't know how competitive they're going to be this year, so why not put him in there and just learn as we go? But I kind of agree, like, it would be interesting to see maybe keep him out until he gets to that point in the season and then play from there. Um, because at least then you don't start off a whole year, 17 games, of uh, him having a rough go of it because you're going to have a, a learning process. You hear Peyton Manning talk about that. You hear a lot of guys, you know, that played early. Man, what a grind that was. And the last thing you want is him losing any confidence uh, at that position going into next season. What's it like when you get in the huddle and you realize that that quarterback is just nervous as can be? You know, I think for me, I mean, I started off with a veteran quarterback and then later in my career, Andy Dalton came in as a rookie starting at the very beginning himself. A.J. Green, I had a bunch of rookies in there. Clint Bowling, A.J. Green, Andy Dalton. 
you know, you look around the huddle, you can tell. You know, I think they they think sometimes that you can't see it in their eyes or their, <laughs> voice, their voice, but uh, you know when there's a little shakiness going on. And so I think just settling those guys in, and that's where, you know, Quentin Nelson and some of those guys, it's going to be useful, man. You, you're going to have to talk life into him, continue to talk that confidence into him because – He's going to make great plays and be on cloud nine. And then he's going to make plays where he's going to feel like, man, I don't know if I can do this or not. And he's going to need veteran presence in that huddle to get him going each and every week through the plays and the ebbs and flows of NFL football. I know you're looking at the preseason differently than you did when you were playing, but as an analyst, what should we take away from any performance in the preseason, good or bad? You know, I, I can be cynical. I, sometimes I get too negative on the preseason. There is plays that matter. Uh, it is good to see some guys get out there and, and take significant snaps. You know, obviously, my last five years with Sean, I don't think I touched the field in the preseason, but maybe once. Um, so I'm not a huge preseason fan. I, I think that sometimes, especially with edge rushers, uh, corners, you know, when they're going against guys, when you're talking about man-to-man world, living on an island as tackles, corners, you know, edge rushers, receivers, the talent really does matter. Who you're facing matters. And and so I think we can get a little too excited sometimes just seeing a great rush or a great play by a tackle if he's not playing somebody who's really going to be out there on Sundays. But, you know, it's good to see them produce and, and to show production and show what they're going to look like during the season. I think you can kind of find some clips where you say, all right, this is going to be a problem for this guy or, or you know what, if he can get to this during the season, uh, he's going to have success. Why does Andy Reid play Patrick Mahomes in the preseason? Andy Reid's old school. Look, as much fun as Andy Reid likes to have, he's got one of the toughest training camps. You know, talking to Travis and Patrick this summer, I got to play golf in the American Century. You know what? That's the main thing they talk about. Andy Reid doesn't play around. He likes to get after it. He likes physical practices. They hit the ground in their practices. It's not, you know, tapping off all the time. There is some real tackling that happens. Um, I think in his mind, you have to do some of that to really have your mindset right for what the NFL season's like. And, and that's the way he's convinced it's done. And uh, he's been pretty successful at it. Why don't other coaches emulate that? I think sometimes you get into the, all this sports science stuff that's part of this new era of football, and, and you can overthink every little moment. And, and I think some coaches, it's all about how healthy can we be week one. You know, do I have every single guy that I want on the roster week one ready to go and healthy? And that's the only thing they think about. And I don't know if you're really ever in control of that. I think sometimes you think you are and you think you can control it by keeping them out of preseason games or limiting the action. But then at the end of the day, there's there's some kind of consequence for that when you get into game one or two, because I know even for me not playing in the preseason the nerves I felt my first two games in the season, even as a 16, 14, 15 year vet, were a lot. It was more more nerves than I normally felt going into a football game. And so you, you just you haven't been out there in the pads. I'm lighting it up. The lights are on. The people are screaming. And it's like it, there's a new energy level. So you got to be, I think, able to handle that a little bit. So it's interesting that more coaches honestly aren't on more on the side of Andy Reid than the latter. How often did you go to the line of scrimmage and forget the snap count? Well, I mean, Dan, I've never false started ever. So I, I don't uh, It's always been somebody else's fault. Uh, but, you know, the quarterback's voice was weird or he kind of stuttered. It was always his fault. Of course. But I, I've definitely forgot the snap count many a time. I, for me, really, it became I started watching the screens. You know, all these new stadiums, you can see the replays on the screens from almost anywhere on the field. So 
I would be in the huddle watching the play before, kind of dissecting myself. All right, this was good. That was bad. You know, or, whoa, we didn't do this right. And kind of giving some feedback to guys oh. instead of really listening. So a lot of times I broke the huddle. And my left guards actually were all young guys, obviously, for my last seven, eight years. I had them. That was their job. They learned that in training camp. Your job is to remind me the play and the snap <laughs> the scrimmage because my old self has probably gone ADD and, and forgot what we were doing. He's Andrew Whitworth. He won a Super Bowl with the Rams, joining us on uh, behalf of Mattel. These are the little people thing that uh, Mattel's doing, right? Yeah, little people collector set. I got to do this for the Super Bowl uh, just for the game for the Eagles and Chiefs. It was amazing and such a success that we've rolled it out to the regular season. Here we are. We got uh, every all 32 teams are represented. Uh, we're really excited about it. There's some really cool people in there. I mean, all different kind of figures that you're going to get. In the Super Bowl last year, you just had players from the game. This year, you got your Joe Burrow, Josh Allens, Von Millers, people like that. Uh, it's going to be really exciting. I can't wait for people to get a hold of these because uh, I know how special they are personally. Uh, the difference of what you're eating now as opposed to if you were playing this season, which, how different oh, is your diet? You know, uh, you got to be on screen ready, right? I mean, the TV adds, I don't know how many pounds. When you're 30, I think it adds like 20 or 50 pounds, maybe. It depends. It's all about the neck size for me. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely weigh better. Let's put it that way. I'm, I'm, uh, I can't have as many, you know what, I've earned this meals. I have very little of those. Sitting around talking about football instead of playing it, uh, you don't earn your calories quite as well. Well, what, what was your max weight that you played at? Oh, early in my career, probably – 360, 350, somewhere in there, you know, at the end of the year. I mean, playing in Cincinnati, a little, you know, Skyline Chili. <laughs> Gold Star. Uh, you know, it, it uh, got, weight got out of hand a little bit later in the year. Let's put it that way. But that's big. I mean, I see Joe Thomas now, and if I said to somebody, you know what he used to do? They, they might say if he played football, maybe he was a tight end or something. Yeah, he's he's gotten it off and it looks great, man. Uh, it it kind of you hear that all the time. The big guys get smaller and the small guys get bigger. <laughs> he he's definitely one of those guys that's taking it all off. I mean, there's a couple guys over time. I think of Alan Fanica and, and some of those and Matt Kirk. But it's uh, you know what, I'm I'm looking forward to eating good, staying healthy, and keeping it moving, baby. Uh, when's the last time you put on your Super Bowl ring? I actually had a chance to go. The USGA Women's Amateur was here at uh, U.S. Women's Amateurs here at Bel Air Country Club a couple weeks ago, and I got a chance to go and do kind of the tee box for their practice rounds, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Just to kind of talk to all the women and ladies that were teeing off and get a chance to greet them and welcome them to L.A. So I wore the ring just to kind of brag a little bit. Mm, okay. Show it off. They loved it. It was the idea of winning the amateur. And I happened to run into three LSU girls playing in the women's amateur, and we had a blast talking about LSU. Uh, they tried to get me to play with them. We had a good time. Yeah, but you got your allegiance to another school. You can't play with LSU, can you? Why is that? That you would I'm be play, you'd be playing with them. You're okay with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, LSU Tiger, hey. but. And your accent's not as good as uh, Brian Kelly's, by the way. Well, he's got a much better Southern lingo than I do. I, I, that was impressive. I don't know how he pulled that off. I hope that that was intentional. I'll put it that way. Uh, but they got a good football team this year. I'm looking forward to it. I'm pretty excited. I'm going to get down to our game 20-year anniversary of our national championship in 2003 with Nick Saban. So I'm looking forward to getting down there. 
Good to talk to you. Uh, have fun with Mattel. Thanks for uh, joining us. Yeah, appreciate it, Dan. Andrew Whitworth, the uh, 2021 Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year and uh, four-time Pro Bowl offensive lineman. I had one of those moments where I go, did he play at Alabama? And then all of a sudden he goes, no, why would I have a problem with uh, LSU? And I'm like, okay, E-me. E-me. Yeah, Paul. You, you read about these guys, like these offensive linemen that have to keep their weight up where it's not like a weight problem. I read a couple stories that, like, you know, different athletes in the summer, especially with summer workouts, NFL players, that they had to eat more. And then there's another group that had to, like, shed weight. That's got to be the weirdest thing when your career is over to try to, if if it's hard to lose it. Well, you get on these diets like Michael Phelps had this diet. That was just crazy. Insane. Yeah. And and, and so it becomes a full-time job eating. And while people go, boy, that'd be awesome. No. You talk to them, and it's like, I have to do this. It feels like this like crazy maintenance yeah. you know, of just always eating. But he weighed 360. We're not supposed to weigh 360. Like, 260 doesn't even sound normal. But, I, I, you know, growing up where you had a big offensive line, well, nobody weighed 300 pounds. You know, if you weighed 260, you'd be like, all right, got a good offensive line there. And then, I, I mean, I don't know what the average weight of offensive linemen is right now, but I would say, what, 290? Feels like something like that. Gibbs in Virginia Beach. Hey, Gibbs, welcome back. Best and worst of the weekend. Hey, Dano. Um, y'all were talking about Messi uh, earlier, so not a great transition for me, but uh, that's my fault, not you. E me this time. Um, but I uh, just got back from uh, South America with my dad, not in the Dead Dad's Club yet, thank God. And uh, <laughs> I promised Tyler a couple of weeks ago that I would give you all something for the man cave, something unique and uh, authentic from uh, Argentina. And I'm walking the streets, Danny, and the number of messy jerseys you wouldn't believe, except you look like you're on the Barbie set because they're all pink <laughs> Miami jerseys. I couldn't find a stitch of anything other than pink, and I had a feeling you didn't want to hang that in the man cave. At oh, least not yet, Danny. Oh. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're fully on board. Oh yeah, absolutely. We just need to get it autographed by Messi. Oh. Those the Miami jerseys are dope. Those are sick. And, and when I was in Italy, I saw a bunch of them there too. They were all over the place already. Already. Would they look cool if Messi wasn't wearing them? Mm. Yeah, no, they still look good. I mean, it looks better with a Messi on the back, but. Uh, no, they still look good. And Sorry. winning. Because yeah. it, it strikes me as the early Tampa Bay, Creamsicle, Buccaneers, where they weren't any good. And therefore, I don't think we like the jerseys. And then all of a sudden, they played better, and then we like the jerseys. It helps if you're successful. It does. What's the average weight of an NFL offensive lineman? Do you want to play the guess the average weight of the offensive lineman in the NFL game? Sounds good. Fritzy, what do you think? 274. All right, 274, wow. Seton O'Connor Jr., the third. I was going to say 275. I'm actually going to go like 310. 310? Yeah. Okay, Marvin. 289. I'm going to go 280, Paulie. Most of you guys are way low. The lightest offensive lineman in the entire league on roster this year is 274 pounds. That's the lightest. Mm. The average weight is 315 pounds. Oh, NFL man. offensive lineman. Close. Congratulations, Seat. Thanks. The heaviest, 380. 380. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm hearing. Dang. Vince Wilfork was a big fella. 
Well, he was defensive lineman. Defensive lineman, yeah. yeah. But he was. I just remember seeing him and just being like, "Man, that is a big dude." I'm trying to think the biggest guy that I ever saw, Joe Jacoby, who played for the Washington Redskins. He was like six seven and weighed probably three hundred pounds. But as far as who's the biggest offensive lineman? Like Anthony Munoz. When you're around Anthony Munoz, he's six five. But he was such a great athlete. Played baseball at USC. But he never looked heavy. Yeah, Paulie. We went to a Miami, University of Miami walkthrough years ago, college game day stuff, and Bryant McKinney was standing oh, yeah. next to all the other offensive linemen. Well, he's 6'8". And he looked like the big kid, and he was, with the, he was 6'8", 360 listed. And, he, and he, he looked it. You know, speaking of offensive linemen, this Michael Orr, the, the blindside story, it blindsided me. Like, where'd this come from? And then all of a sudden, people want Sandra Bullock to give back her Academy Award because what's happening with the conservatorship with Michael Orr and the the family? Like, the Tui family? Like, what's going on? I mean, do what's right. Do what's right. Yeah. Like, she's going to give it back because how does that benefit him? Yeah, what, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah, Paulie. Yeah, it happened last week. Retired NFL star Michael Orr, uh, whose supposed adoption, whenever a story starts like that, you know there's problems. Uh, the story was the uh, Southern Family and the Blind Side was the movie that came off of it. He's alleging in court that uh, they got a lot of money and made a lot of money off this movie. Uh, they're saying he didn't. They're saying they didn't make much at all. They're saying he threatened them and, and there's like a blackmail thing going on that he wants to con- he says he was never adopted. Oh, boy. They're saying they're giving up the conservatorship of him. It's a lot of back and forth. It's unclear what the truth is in this story. Wow. And then they allege that he said, look, I want $15 million or I'm going public with this. And uh, they, I mean, there has to be bookkeeping on this of, of how much they got. I don't know if it's Jack Nicholson in uh, Batman type or Keanu Reeves in The Matrix where you get back-end money like that. I wouldn't think so. The Tui family said they didn't make any money off the movie. They did make some money off the book because they had to cooperate with that. But the, the they didn't have any uh, rights to the movie, according to the family. What a shame. It was a great story, but I don't know when things turned. I don't, I don't know if he maybe he was told, you know, you're getting cheated here. He was supposedly told in February of 2023 that the he was never adopted and it was a conservatorship. And uh, that... I guess allegedly some of the reports that that bothered him. He looked into some things and then started with the financial accusations. Fritz, you just sent me something. The heaviest offensive lineman in NFL history. He played for the Lions. Aaron Gibbons? I'm not familiar with the name, but supposedly Gibson? he weighed 410 I, I don't think it's Gibbons. There's an Aaron Gibson. Yeah, check on that because he weighed 410. For some reason, I thought it was Aaron Gibson. Four ten is big. That that. Thank you, Todd. Four ten. That's that's a that's a big. Fella. That's heavy. Yeah, Paulie. Aaron Gibson. He was at Wisconsin years ago. He played for Detroit the Cowboys, the Bears, the Bills. He was listed at three seventy five, but that 
Is there an Aaron Gibbons? I don't remember Aaron Gibbons. I remember Aaron Gibson. There's an Aaron Gibson. Yeah, I'm looking at Aaron Gibson. It says uh, 410 pounds in high school. Aaron Gibson weighed in at 440 pounds and holds the NFL record for being the heaviest player at 4-1-0. So why did you send me Aaron Gibbons? Because I saw something that I Googled, and it gave me Gibbons, and upon further review, whatever that site upon was. Upon further Gibson. review. We should have that. <laughs> yeah. Upon further review. The name is actually Gibson. Upon further review, Andrew Whitworth <laughs> did go to LSU. We should do that with our mistakes. Upon further review. Why can't I play with LSU? Upon further review. Yeah, and then he's looking at me like, wait, you may... Do you forget where I went to school? For some reason, I thought he went to Alabama. Who was the big? Who was the offensive lineman who had his shirt off during the uh, combine? Cody? No, no, no. Andrew wasn't oh. he from Alabama? Smith? Andrew? Wasn't there a guy at the combine? He took his shirt off, and I thought he was drafted by the Bengals. I think Smith. On. Let me Google shirtless yeah. men at the combine. <laughs> Rich Eisen comes up. Uh, what was his name? First round draft pick out of Alabama. Andre Smith. Andre Smith, right? Okay. All right. He They're went twins. to Alabama. Those guys are like twins. He went to Alabama, right? He did. No, no okay. relation. Okay. To Andrew Winwer. No relation. <laughs> I checked. Okay. By the way, in case you were wondering, when yeah. you Google shirtless men at Combine, uh, the first article that comes up is Tom Brady making fun of himself. Oh. The second article oh. is Pete Carroll. Uh, Talking about that time DK Metcalf took his shirt Ooh. off in front of him. Oh. And then Andre Smith running the 40 All shirtless. All right. I like it. There we go. All right. We'll take a break. Last <laughs> call for phone calls. What we learned, what's in store tomorrow. Thank you for taking me up on the offer. Innovation Refunds has been helping small businesses that qualify for a business payroll tax refund through the Employee Retention Credit, or also known as the ERC. If you own a business and uh, you have more than five employees, you could have money waiting for you to be claimed. If your CPA said that you might not qualify for the ERC, it might be worth getting a second opinion. Innovation Refunds doesn't provide tax or legal advice, but they work with independent tax professionals. They'll share the information and let you know if they can process your claims. They've been helping eligible businesses claim their ERC tax refund since 2021. They've returned over a billion dollars. And there's no upfront charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. You have to get started by going to innovationrefunds.com. Call 1-843-REFUNDS. 1-843-REFUNDS. Or you can go to innovationrefunds.com. Innovationrefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover and Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well... If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I went to a concert where the uh, former lead singer, Foreigner, Lou Graham was singing, performing. Sounded great. I think he's 73 years of age, and I told him they should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He said, it's a long story. They're not going to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I said, okay. I'll turn my attention to Kenny Anderson, the Bengals quarterback, and Ricky Waters, the former uh, running back. Anybody else we want to get into any Hall of Fames or Halls of Fame? Oh, man. Yeah. I wonder what the long story is. Um, I didn't ask. I just figured, you know, when you're with each other for decades like that, and then you break apart, and then it, it's just there's a lot of... That's why it's amazing, some of these bands, that they're able to stay together for decades. You know, Jagger and, and Richards, you know, the Stones, you know, until Charlie died, but they stayed together. And putting up, I would think, with an ego like Mick constantly... But Keith, it feels like he would just kind of jab him a little bit. But, hey, Keith, uh, you know, Keith realized Mick's the star, let him be the star. But some of these bands, U2 has been able to, you know, stay friends for decades there. I, but you're with each other 
on on the road, you would just get on each other's nerves. I mean, we get on each other's nerves. And we're only here together, you know, four or five hours a day. Imagine you were traveling, you know, mm. rehearsal, sound check, as I, we like to say. I imagine the, the time you're on stage playing is the easiest part. Yeah, I would think that that would, although Fleetwood Mac, when Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks, when they were last performing, they would do their song where it was about their breakup, and they, they, they sounded like they hated each other on stage, which made it even better with that song. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Got a couple. The Chicago Cardinals football team in 1929 traveled out of town for training camp. They set up shop elsewhere. First pro team to do that. Victoria Roche, uh, reserve outfielder, became the first girl ever to compete in the Little League World Series. That was 1984. In 2009, the Dallas Cowboys played their first game at the new stadium in Arlington, Texas. And guess what happened during that game? The scoreboard was hit by the punter of the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Right on cue. Yeah. It's annoying being in that stadium. Because that jumbotron is just so large, like you're constantly looking up, and and if your seats are down lower and you're looking up, at at the end of the day, after the end of the game, you're like, damn, I need a massage here. Yes, Pauline. I have an Ireland question for the Ireland. Room. When we return next Monday and recap our week in Ireland, yeah, the lead story will be what or whom? Fritzy. Mm. <laughs> Really, the question is, are better odds right now that the lead story is about Todd or about Will? Ooh. Hmm. Are we coming or, back talking about Will Ferrell, or are we coming back talking about something Todd did? Or other? Hmm. It kind of feels like, like betting on Todd right now is like betting on Patrick Mahomes oh, to be the MVP. Yeah. Right. It's kind of the easy thing. Yeah. Sure. Todd. I'd say Todd. Hmm. Yeah. Safe bet. Yeah. Rocky in South Carolina. Hey, Rock, what's on your mind? Hello, Dan, and uh, safe travels to Ireland. First time I've called, 65250. Um, I got a story, spring of 1984. I'll be quick. Uh, it was the conclusion of our college basketball season. It was actually my senior year. We took a trip to Dublin to play in an international basketball tournament over there. So we went over. We were there for like 10 days, including London, but we found a pub at least the first one we went to, and a few blocks down so we could walk to it. And, you know, you got a bunch of, you know, college American basketball players. As soon as we walked in there, of course, all eyes come in. And, Dan, we never found another pub that we wanted to go to. And that's the only one we went to. And those guys, you find out, we're college kids, and they're, they're, they're like, uh, you talk to them, well, i got to go back to work. And I'm like, what a country to live in. <laughs> found a few beers and go back to work. I don't know if we're going to – Pick one pub. That'd be funny. But if you follow us on social media, we'll let you know when uh, we'll be out. We've got a couple of things we have to do with some clients, but uh, we'll let you know. And if you're over there, make sure if you uh, haven't downloaded Peacock, please do. You'll be able to watch the show and listen to the show uh, from Dublin. Let's go around the room. What we learned on the program. Todd, what'd you learn? Foreigner might be the Ricky Waters of musicians, not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Seton O'Connor. Chris Collinsworth says it's time. Bengals are winning the Super Bowl. All right. Uh, Marvin? NBC would play the Cowboys 17 games if they could. Yeah, they could. They would. Pauling? Row 9 is going to be really interesting tonight. Todd, <laughs> what did I learn? The Ravens haven't lost a preseason game since their last exhibition game of 2015 against Atlanta. What we learned brought to you by 
The hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, the only place to collect them all, Panini Trading Cards. The official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show for instant classics, autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts, and more. Start or continue your collection now. PaniniAmerica.net. We're off to Dublin. We're going to be off on Tuesday, but ready to go on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We hope you'll join us. Our starting lineup, Fritzy, Seton, Marv, Pauly, and soon-to-be Will Farrell. Have a great day, everybody. One more item as we close out the show. We've been waiting for this. It's arrived. College football is back, and so are the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. I mentioned earlier, Notre Dame is giving 20 and a half to Navy in the game against uh, Notre Dame in Dublin this Saturday. Kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code PATRICK. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly. They place just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PATRICK. Fritzy? 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Bonus issued as free bets, one early win token issued at opt-in, money line bets only, deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed and real wood smoke, real. And you could tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way.